Yo! Oh, gosh. You know what? I feel really, really happy. And, and bizarrely, bizarrely, when I woke up this morning, I didn't. I feel absolutely empty. I felt like nothing. And you know what? And I, Well, you know what? You're about to know what because I'm about to tell you. I got a simple text. It just said, eat. That was the text. What's up? Popped up as I was uh, trying to work out how to fill uh, my, my uh, ultra running bag with all the stuff that I have to take with me, the mandatory kit that I have to take on the weekend. I was watching a YouTube video that told me how to pack my own bag. Very useful, actually. The power of YouTube. But I was feeling strangely sedentary and, and I don't know, like strangely calm. And I don't know, I didn't feel happy. And then this text just pops in the top, eat. And it's from Sam, my coach, who's been, who's been, he's more than a coach. To, to call him a coach would be uh, an understatement. He's a friend. He's someone that I enjoy spending time with. Um, it's bizarre, isn't it? How, or it's bizarre for me how uh, I've spent my entire life believing that it's important to label different relationships in different ways. And, you know, and you know, depending on what you label them, it allows you to sort of feel a certain way towards them or not. Or, well, importantly, it allows others to believe that you have a certain relationship with those people rather than, you know, I know how I feel about people. And Sam's been someone who, you know, when I first met him and he came through one of my great friends, Joel, uh, who uh, conversely runs our studio down in Sydney and did a smashing job taking on Sydney and, and uh, totally putting us to on the map down there. And one day Joel just tells me about one of his best mates, Sam, and uh, he's, you know, he's got a spare space coming up on his slot. This, Sam trains some of the best people. He trains uh, Formula One drivers and, of course, me. And, you know... Instantly, I knew that we um, there was more than it wasn't really a coach and um, coachy relationship. It was just it was like a, it was like a it was a it was a relationship. It was a belong. It, I felt good like and since then, like, he's been around. He spent time with my kids. He's met Lise. We've had lunch together. You know, as a family, he's like it's just wicked. It's good. And you know what? It's even better knowing that like Joel, who I love, is best mates with Sam. I'm now best mates with Sam. Like this combination is th- we're now as a three sort of like it's just nice. It's it's just, it's belonging circle, and that's what it's like. I've increasingly realised, and it certainly helped realise it this morning when I was feeling down this morning. I just get that one simple text. How important, how powerful a simple little text can be just to remind you that they're just reminds me that they're thinking of me that's so powerful so thank you sam for that that woke me up out of my out of my stupid in fact that woke me up in such a way that i thought you know what it's time to get up and do something you choke mills like i am still contorting in my mind about what to do with what i want to do it's like but you know what i just want to celebrate i and you know i just made a video i put it on instagram you know love you to see it and and what i say in that video it's only a minute long it's the first you know i'm you know i'm still getting to i'm still trying to find my feet when it comes to actually videoing coming across as authentic and i was being authentic then uh, you know, I gave you, a, you know, what was nice about that video was for any of you that care about this blog, you see the inside of the layer. You actually get to see how I'm recording, where I'm recording right now. It's powerful stuff. It's pure pro. It's the most pro thing ever. Um, at the beginning there, I wasn't going to the toilet, you know, but actually as I sort of usually, I, you know, you know, I do a little slurpee. But then I felt like, you know, let's take it on. Let's take it to the limit. How much slurp can you actually take on in the morning? And as you saw, I nearly, I nearly um, coughed it all up. I had too much in my mouth. But it wasn't me going to the toilet. 
But that's another thing, brake fluid. Anthony Oram, the founder of brake fluid, I just wrote to him just before I started this. And you know that, Anthony, um, if you uh, read email before you listen to my blog, and you may you know, who knows if, if anyone listens to this blog. But I suddenly wrote to him and I said, you know what, brake fluid has become such an important part of me. There's no reason for me to talk about it. There's no reason for, for, for Anthony to, to care about my journey. But there's this kind of sense of this, there is this uh, mostly digital sense of belonging that I'm on, you know, we're on a shared journey and shared appreciation for one another's journey. And brake fluid has just become an epit- like the epitome of, it means so much for me. You know, if I assume it's, well, if I don't know what a metaphor actually really is. It, oh, I do know, but I can't think of it when I'm thinking like I'm thinking now. But like every time I sip from brake fluid in the morning, it gives me a kick. It's like receiving that WhatsApp, that eat text from Sam. It reminds me that somebody else cares about me. It's more than just coffee. You know, it's all coffee theoretically is the same. Let's just, let's just put that to bed. But the brand around it, what it means, what it encompasses is powerful for me. That's why, you know, psychologically, I know that without my brake fluid, I, you know, I, I don't want to, well, I can, and don't get me wrong, I can get over anything. But it means so much to me. So thank you, Anthony, again, like as I said, like it's just been an honour to, it's been an honour to love somebody else's product. It really is. So <clears throat> what do I want to talk about now? I don't know. It's time for me to push the boundaries of myself. It's time for me to go further than I've ever been. In the last few days, I've really enjoyed, you know, it's the second day in a row where actually um, I'm doing more of what I want to do. And, you know, maybe strangely, strange to hear it, I'm listening to my own podcasts and I'm listening to it and I'm thinking, you know, what do I like, what do I not like? And I'm actually allowing myself, I'm forcing myself to believe that I'm listening to somebody that isn't me. And because of the way I naturally outpour the sort of inner surmision out to you before I know what I'm going to say, it genuinely is like listening to somebody else. And I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. I enjoy my own company. I've always enjoyed my own company. And this just sort of helps me really understand. It's such a powerful thing for me. You know, that's why I'm not trying to do it. I mean, I'm not trying to... Well, actually, this is the. there is a strikingly important... um, I don't know... uh, in the middle of my head though when I'm talking about this because I think deep down there is a there is a there is an inherent you could call it desperation um for what I do to be appreciated by more people and it's not for what I actually say but it's the way I say it it's the way I do things I've always wanted to do things differently and I've believed that to do things differently is such an important thing it's why I find the concept of doing things that seemingly make a lot of sense but but are done by people as a standard way of doing things i find that abhorrent i don't actually find that abhorrent but that was a good word that came to me right then so i was thinking this morning that what i really need to do because yesterday i did so let me let me roll the back the years <laughs> let me not yesterday i listened to uh, the podcast that I put out the blog that i put out which is me answering a load of questions and i really really enjoyed the way i actually ended up on the later half of that blog um, answering some of the questions and I, I, I really really liked them I thought you know what for the first time ever I felt to myself I need to be cutting up some of these um, juicy morsels and putting them out because I'm making no effort to find more audience and it is important for me to find more audience because if my mission is to if my mission is to empower others and because of that empowering others that empowers me 
it is like E.T. and Elliot, you know, it is a two-way relationship. I need, I crave the feeling of, of supporting other people and the energy I get from not only supporting them, but the support I get back from that relationship once we actually start to uh, properly bond. You know, that's what I'm craving. So I, it's not good enough for me just to make no effort and to, to not move the pod forward. You know, it's interesting, my chair, Cash, she always says, and it's right, you know, if your business is not growing, it's dying. And, you know, I think I've kind of countered that in the blog where I've allowed myself to, to just let it roll, you know, just to wake up each morning and just let, and let it outpour. But I think maybe, maybe there I am actually being weak. Maybe I'm actually being, maybe I'm playing it safe by, by not trying to increase the amount of people that potentially I'm able to touch through this. You know, I, I desperately feel like, you know, and I get, I, I get frustrated. I have to, you know, I have to say I get frustrated. I often find myself sort of going down the wormhole of Instagram, which I've now locked out. And I see these kind of influential people who have huge, huge, um, what's the word? Not just likes, but, uh, you know, um, what's the flipping hell? Let me have some more coffee or unlock it. That's the power of breakthrough. Engagement. And I think to my, I, I can't not think why. I don't get it. What is it about what they're doing? Everything about what I'm seeing, yeah, just looks naff. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. Now, you know, is that jealousy? Maybe it's jealousy. I'm not saying it's not jealousy. Of course I'm jealous that, so, you know, somebody who's on seemingly a same, maybe that's very similar journey to me, but doing it in their own way, is getting huge, you know, tenfold engagement to what I get. You know, I, it's funny, I've... I've but perhaps because of the way I do things, it will never find a, a, a global audience because it's such nonsense that I talk. Um, I know that it's not nonsense. I know that um, that I'm actually trying to trying to navigate uh, life in a way that I feel is the right way. But it doesn't seem to be the way that most people appreciate. But anyway, that's not the point. The body just wanted to. So I actually just needed to make sure that I had acknowledged that I find it frustrating. That, and then I think to myself, okay, well maybe they're doing a load of tactics that that actually are able to increase that that the um the scale of their of the what they're doing. And I think to myself, you know, because it came off the back of the questions, which I think are. By the way, what I was saying is, I think it's really worth you getting to. I actually, for the first time ever, wrote down in the show notes yesterday. I went back this morning and said, by the way, the actual interview doesn't start for ten minutes in. You know, I realised I. Spoke from total gibberish for 10 minutes that probably lost a lot of people certainly any newcomers that came to it because the actual meat of it starts around 30 minutes where i found i found that about 32 minutes just before 32 minutes there was a wonderful time where where the question was you know what does the jfdi plug mean to me and why and i found that that the mills of yesterday answered it extremely well and i really really liked that and it made me think should i cut this bit up it sort of i think it was the first time where i i, I naturally felt an inclination to do more than simply do nothing and that was a good feeling. I think that's why I, when I came down this morning, once I got that motivation from the WhatsApp, I filmed like my actual phone, that exact part. It didn't come across too well. And then I actually thought, you know what? I'm going to come downstairs into the lair. And I'm actually going to do a thank you video to everybody that cares, which is obviously not that many people, but it's a, but it's a powerful amount of, of nobodies, <laughs> aka nobody. And just say, you know, start to hype up the fact that this weekend is the last time I'll ever, uh, on Sunday, Afternoon, I won't be able to celebrate the fact that for the first time ever I'm running 100 miles. Like, this this is life. Life is this. It's nothing else. 
It's weird. I'm like, I've got this big challenge with this 100 miles. I've got this big challenge with where to go with my business. I've got this big challenge with how to sort of, what to do with, with, with life in general. Like these huge surmountable, not insurmountable challenges. I'm super excited about it. But I, I'm feeling like, like, come on, Mills, make those steps forward. You've got to challenge yourself and you've got to prove that you can do more than you can. Because I think what I'm doing is by sort of, it's very easy for me to say, well, you know what? Other people are just using these tactics and that's why they're better, bigger, bolder than me or they're they're getting more engagement or they're finding more audience. And actually, you know what? In my audience, you know, it's hard to find and actually, you know, you can't, you can't market to an audience. You can't, I mean, it's actually, I do believe it's true. And what this this whole blog journey has done to me is really helped me understand marketing or talking to an audience. I do not, people, I only would like this blog and that's why I listen to it because I'm wanting to go on the journey that Mills is also going on. That's why I listen to it and that's why, you know, other people who can relate to that potential journey uh, get something out of it because actually they're not listening to what I'm saying, they're listening to what they're saying as a consequence of what I say. It's not me, it's you. And so, but then maybe I should still f- try to find more. I just find it so naff. I can't do it. But it was nice to put that video just out now. And I put it on Twitter as well. Hardly ever use Twitter anymore. Um, and, you know, I do like the form of video. I love content creation. I do, um, you know, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love doing this. This, for me, is more powerful than anything I've done. I'm finding, I'm struggling to get as excited about anything in life other than this. And I keep saying to myself, get that studio, Mills. Make it into something. Make it into a powerful, I want, you know, Maybe I should just turn this, the back of this place, into a little mini studio. Uh, I probably only need to sort of say it a few times to lease. Um, I could be very direct, but I could also just sort of do it more superfluous, whatever that means. And uh, she'd probably kindly make it and turn into a mini studio. I can see how it could be so perfect. You've got a combination of it being absolutely extremely hot because it's so bloody hot because there's a boiler down here. Plus the old coal chute where they used to throw coal down, I assume. I don't assume anything. I know. Um assuming it was coal, not rubbish, is behind me. So I'm getting like a semi, a somewhat air conditioning vibe as well. It's really, really good. But um, yeah, God, wouldn't it be lovely to, you know, I don't know. Like I'm wondering like, Another question was, how do you, how, yesterday, which I didn't, I realized I didn't unpack the, the meat of the question in quite the right way. And it was like, how do you measure how, you know, how do you measure the progress of the blog? And I said, as my initial gut reaction, I don't. And that's completely true. But it's also completely not true because I think, you know, every day I do look at how many people look at a blog and I try to, without going to data analysis, I try to understand whether or not I believe in my heart of hearts there's an upward or downward trend. And, you know, I, I dare say, you know, well, I don't know. But that, that analogy that Kaf says that if I'm not growing, I'm dying. You know, if, I, if, it's not, if I'm not finding new audience, if I'm not finding new engagement, if I'm not finding, you know, more people wanting to reach out and actually build a relationship with me, then I guess, um, I guess it's, not, it's not working. And I keep saying to myself, it's for me, it is for me. I wouldn't, I don't think I would be, I've got to, look, I'm not going to lie. And I, oh my God, how many times do I repeat that phrase? I should get a t-shirt, I'm not going to lie. If no one listened to it, I clearly wouldn't do it. Because it's the, that is the, you know, knowing that I'm making some sort of impact on people that I have no idea who they are is powerful. It's wonderful. It's actually all I ever wanted to do. When I was growing up, I always wanted, I didn't have the ability or the talent to actually do anything within 
TV or I never had the confidence, you know, to get in front of people. But I deep down always dreamed of wanting to be that. When I was in the group, in our friends group, I was always the one that would naturally believe that whether I was or not is now the question that I was the one that was trying to be a bit different and a bit zanier wacky I wasn't trying to be I just was it's in my soul it's in my it's you know that's why I would love to unpack it if I can get Lisa to do a little pod, plug with me she works you hard at the moment she launched a new business a little while back and I promoted it yesterday you know what Lisa does and it's bloody how she's working her ass off now there's no time for me anymore bloody hell it's a joke then I think to myself bloody hell I did that for 15 years to Lisa Good God, what a joke I am. What a joke I am. So, yeah, I am going to try. I am, you know, I am going to try to... I am going to try to get, you know, that I want to get... What would be a lovely milestone was to know that each blog was listened about a thousand times, you know, by a thousand people. Right now I have, depending on how many I put up, you know, there's about six or seven or 800 or sometimes on the weekend, you know, 1,300. Uh, exactly, I don't, I don't look at the data, people are listening. But it's across the spectrum of things. So I think, you know, clearly I've got some people, some people like it every day. And you know what? I get it. I totally get it. Like I'm thinking to myself, Mills, why don't you get it? Well, I do get it because I listen to other podcasts, podcasts, sorry. And, I, and for me having, there's something that I feel like a sense of belonging to those people that I've never met before. Um, there's a, there's a connection, and connection is all I ever wanted. Connection is all I care about. Connection is what is what put me off business because at the end of the day, business is about a transaction, and I'm not a transactional person. I don't I don't enjoy transactions. Now, what I've managed to do the the wonderful position that I've actually managed to get myself in is after 15 years or 14. You actually can structure a business in a way that you are actually out of the transactional loop. I don't, I don't define people's salaries. I don't define. I, I make very small. They are big, impactful decisions I have to make. But at the end of the day, I've got extremely talented people who, who I've got to uh, assume uh, enjoy those sort of decisions, or else they wouldn't do them. Or maybe they have to do them. I don't know. Maybe I force them to do them. So I definitely I'm in a position now where I don't feel that guilt. <laughs> I just don't want that. I want bonding. I want friendship. I don't want to have, I don't I only care about about community and gang. That's all I care about. I feel a bit guilty, but I shouldn't be feel guilty, but I should. Uh, and I um, don't know how to react to it. Now, I got and it doesn't matter who the person is because I actually don't even know who it is, but I got an email the other day and it was usually I reply to every email, but as of late I've decided to stop replying to all my emails. Life's too short to sort of to sort of send a a sort of epiphany or a, a thought or an interaction through the the digital world. Isn't it weird though to think that I there are so many people that I've had communication with that I've never met that I don't even know exist. They could for all I know there could just be a I they don't even exist. It's just some sort of game that people are toiling with by sending me random emails. It is random. So, you know, to have, you know, when the other day I got an email, and it was from somebody who basically wanted to transition from one sort of industry into, into mine. And, you know, respect to anybody who reaches out. Fucking love that. And, you know, I read this email and, you know, annoyed with myself that I did read it because I still am unable to just delete mails with it when I've got more important things in terms of my own life to deal with and to position in the tree of, of focus. And yeah, for some reason, I read this whole thing, and then it frustrated me because it just—I just didn't. I, it's not look, nothing against a human being, and nothing against a human being. I didn't like the approach, so I deleted it. Well, I didn't. I just ignored it. And for the first time, I felt good about you know what I've ignored it. it some things are not meant to be, and I'm not meant to always give people feedback because most people I feel I find don't appreciate feedback, even though actually feedback is the greatest thing on earth. 
And so I left it. But then a few days later, I got a, a DM on Instagram from the same person, which, again, I thought, brilliant. This person doesn't give up. I like that. So that's, that stimulated a, something inside that said, Mills, you joker, you should have got back. You should have cared enough about this person that you don't actually have any idea if A, they exist or who they are. And even though you didn't appreciate the approach and give them some, some, some useful feedback that will actually help them, although they probably won't appreciate that you've done it, it will, in your belief, you're doing it from the right, from the heart. Yeah. So I did. So I actually went back and I said, okay. And they were asking, for, and they're actually in the second follow up in the Instagram DM, they actually asked for, you know, look, don't worry. I know you're super busy, but I'd appreciate any feedback. So I took that as a sort of signpost. So, you know what, Mills, your initial gut is you should always, if anyone reaches out to you, you should give feedback, constructive feedback. It's very difficult to give it in a way through, through the pen and ink in a way that you can through a podcast. So I wrote back, so I wrote back and I just said, look, you know, I'm first of all, I need to make I need to help you understand that what I'm about to say is nothing to do with you as a human being. I don't know who you are. So this is not a, a slight on you as a human. This is a purely a, a, a feedback session on the, the way that you approach trying to get something from me, which ultimately it seemed like was a job. And uh, I put a lot of effort into, maybe it was wrong now, because maybe, um, but it, well, it wasn't wrong at all. I just said, look, you wanted feedback. I didn't personally, as an owner of a business, feel that the approach that you took here uh, would ever work. So I'm going to tell you what would have worked and at least how to, I think you could have got to a better uh, conclusion with what you've done. And I've you know, put a lot of effort into trying to do it. And of course, you get nothing back for them. So then I start thinking about a day later, oh shit, maybe it was too harsh. Maybe they, they feel, they, they don't feel, I don't know. Maybe I feel like shit, they feel like that was like an end point. They can't come back on again. So now I feel compelled again. I'm on this spiraling loop, which I never should have even started now. But I should have, because it's the right thing to do to give feedback. Because that bit of feedback, for me, too many people don't understand the right way to do things. And I believe after 15 years of, of A, being the person who's tried that very tactic in the past, which clearly doesn't work, you've got to play the right game when you're trying to get something from somebody. This person wanted something from me, but yet what they gave me was just an, an entire story about themselves uh, that had actually nothing to do with anything. And, you know, they basically concluded with, you know, at the end of the day, I wouldn't mind a job. Could you help me? Now, it just doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that for all sorts of reasons, for commercial reasons, for the fact that I don't even know who the person is. There's better ways to do it. So it just it doesn't, it just... It frustrates me that I doubt myself. Like I, I, I'm gonna, I am actually gonna keep going for it. I'm gonna give feedback to people, uh, especially when they ask for it. And it's not always gonna be feedback that people who would love to hear. Like who wouldn't want just for, oh, oh, here's the job straight away. No, 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 that's not how it works. Anyway. Mills, I think you actually did do the right thing. And, you know, the fact is you didn't have to even write anything back. Most people don't even write back emails, just replies they ignore. I tell you what, though, one thing I, I this is the one I really struggle with. Uh, I often just send total random nonsense back when people just out of the blue reach out, MA people who just sort of say, hey, hey, Matthew and Jonathan, um, we work for bloody blah, blah, total joke MA company, and we are, we've just um, acquired this and that and that, and we've done a deal between this and this, and we'd love to buy us to Fampany Limited or love to help you to, they're basically brokers in the middle who want to sell you to some bigger business. And the problem is, if I engage, with these people which I really want to with some ridiculously awesome images or something like that the problem is you create a loop and that you have created an, uh, an interaction and some of them are good enough to realize that a reply uh, a Michael Jackson sort of pastel or oil painting 
should be only replied with another similar one. And once you create that loop, I'm sucked in, I have to talk to them. And ultimately, you're creating a bond and then something will happen. So I can't. So they're the only ones I can't actually interact with. But anyway, so I might actually, you know what, if I don't get feedback again, I'll probably go via the DM route. I think it's better. It's more of a communication. My email is just too formal. I'll just say, look, hey, I hope you appreciate the feedback. It was it was from the heart. It was f- intended f- purely to allow you to get what you want, uh, certainly when you're going down the road of doing this with other people. Trust me, I do actually fucking know something. I'm, I am the biggest joke on earth, but in that respect, I am uh, the biggest... Uh, well, non-joke. Right, I'm going to go now because I've got to, I'm going to upload this blog and I'm going to do some other things. And uh, yes, right. 24 minutes. I always do it on 24 minutes. Who the fuck is going to listen for 24 minutes? Maybe I need to do bite-sized, more, more so like five-minute ones, Insta ones. If people just need a shot, yeah, I might just do that actually. In fact, I'm going to try that after this. Right, well, I'm going to get another coffee. Third break for break. Break, break, Bloody hell, break fluid. Coffee in the end. That's a good start. Bye, bye. Mills at us com or Mills us two on Instagram. Have a look at that video on Instagram that I posted. What do you think? I mean, don't tell me what you think because I don't want feedback. Laugh out loud. I do actually, but put put it in the comment. Comment. Why? Do, I know you won't because this is the genius of the deeply embedded. Um, oh my god, I forgot that word again. Uh, whatever the word that I forgot that I drank break food to make me remember again. Engagement is you know theoretically you could argue that me asking you to actually go onto that video and just say a comment especially because you know what i do is someone comments to me i will always have a look at who was commented and go down the feed see what they're doing you know if there's something in there that initially spikes an interest for me based on where i'm going then i'll interact even more uh nothing to again nothing to do with whether i like or don't like it's just like is there something there that spikes my interest if i'm into something and you're into it or you're better than me or you've done more than me then i'm going to talk more anyway would be nice to see some engagement uh probably also because if you engage on the instagram it probably puts up into into more of the people that follow me's field uh, uh feed and then i get loved live love laugh bye bye